It was for freedom. It was for freedom. It was for freedom. Hello and welcome to this episode of For Freedom. It is entitled, How I Got Free From Porn. My name is David O'Brien, and I'm excited to be with you here today. This is going to be absolutely amazing. And you who have joined me today will not be disappointed. Those of you who have any kind of a hunger for freedom, love for freedom, this show is for you. Now, first of all, I want to share with you, my name is David O'Brien. I've written a book recently called For Freedom, How God Set You Free. And that's available on Amazon at this time. It will be available elsewhere in the future. It's also available as a Kindle ebook, and it will be eventually an audiobook. The point being is this. God set me free. Now, unequivocally, I'm going to share with you right now that Jesus is the one who set me free. So, if you are dealing with an addiction to pornography, you hate it, you love it, <laughs> you go back and forth. You need to get set free. And the only thing that can do that for you is the word of God, the word of God. That means you have to hear it. It comes out of his mouth. And I'm one of his mouthpieces. So it'll come out of me for you. But that word will cut the problem at its root, which is demonic. You, If you didn't know the Lord Jesus, you didn't know that most likely. But you may have sensed it. You may have felt that. Creepy crawly thing has something more than just psychology or the physical realm to deal with. And I'm going to tell you, it's very beatable. I'm a living proof and example for all of you who are watching or listening. This message needs to get out to the masses. And it will. But today I'm sharing with you how I got free from porn. Now, I'm going to be quoting Bible verses. And explaining how they work a bit. Let's look at Second Peter. In the book of Second Peter, the New Testament of the Bible. Chapter 2, verse 20. Okay? Let's take a good look at that. It says, Peter was speaking. And he, he spoke about people who've escaped. It says, the pollutions of the world. Through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, knowledge there is really important to understand because most people, including religious Christians or Christians, Christianese, Christians, whatever, often think that knowledge is the answer and they store up all this head knowledge. They spend a lot of money on and time on Bible school, on endless books, study, which the Bible calls a wearying of the flesh. And they fill up with knowledge hoping that there's a promise in there, that they could find a key in there to help them live above water so they're not sinking or going up and down or having, a, having to tread water. They want to stay afloat. But God has promised you something much, much more, much better than that kind of knowledge. And in this scripture here, the word, if you go back to the original language, is epignosis or epignosis, and that means knowledge that's above experiential knowledge. It's talking about supernatural knowledge. 
Bible sometimes translates it true knowledge. Point being is it's knowledge that comes from above, from God, and it can get you out of anything, any conundrum, anything. But the things that are impossible with man are possible with God. But when we get the knowledge, it comes in, not through the head or in straight into the head. It comes into the heart and it frees the mind. And then a person's eyes are opened and the scales, it's like it's scaled back. And they can see and know things that they wouldn't have known if they were just an earthly creature. Which is what most human beings think they're supposed to be. You're not. You were created with the capacity to have God in you and to know him and to walk with him on a higher path. Now, what? how did I get set free from pornography? It's amazing and it's easy. The knowledge that comes from God. Now... When I say it's easy, there's a lot to this, but it's not complicated, all right? There were three things that set me free from that force or power or bondage or what do you call it? Um, It's like chains, demonic though. You got to know it's demonic. It's demonic chains on people's ankles. It wraps around their legs. How did I get free? I'm free. My wife knows I'm free. I exude freedom now. I set others free. That's how free I am. And how did I get free? Well, three things. One, a king came to this earth, born of a virgin. He's known to you probably by the English name Jesus, or maybe another language you speak or have heard of him in another language. But his real name means God saves, and he came as the hope into the, he came into this earth, into this world as a bright, burning, shining light, and as the hope of the world. He rocked history at that time to the point where people are still talking about him today in the billions, not millions, billions around the world, because his name it provokes a thought and an understanding that we can have a connection with God. So when he came, what he actually did is he flushed himself into a sewer. You probably didn't know that. You haven't heard of that. But that whole thing of the crucifixion, what it, what it wasn't just that his body was ripped up and he died on a cross unjustly. That's the human, that's the outside part. That's the part they want. They don't mind you knowing. <laughs> I'll tell you what really happened. He was immersed in the sewage that belonged to every human being on earth. And that is fleshly... Um, blindness toward God and it's a mix of all kinds of selfish rebellions and evil thoughts and evil ways and the sin the shame the evil, the ugly the brutal he went into it himself he had stayed out of it his whole life but when he got flushed into that it created a fountain, an ability of the fountain of the river, the water of life, okay, to float, to, to actually get, plunge us out of it because he went into it. So there is a constant flow now and it'll keep you, it'll plunge you up out of that and keep you out of the sewage that was due humanity. And it came because a savior named Jesus, in English we call him that, came and got immersed into that sewage. So what I'm saying is, there's a transfer right now happening as I speak to you on your physical body. 
your physical body that's been kind of immersed in slime. I told you he took it. He was immersed into it so you don't have to have it. It's off you right now. I just spiritually spoke and I smashed it off of your physical body right now. So head to toe, from toes up, starting with your toes, from your limbs, you're cleansed of the abuse of the past, of what you used to wear like clothing, which was the shame. It was nasty to the touch, but listen, I'm not describing it too much. Jesus took it into himself. He became it, actually. He turned into it. In order to cleanse, free, heal, delivers, I mean, wash you just thoroughly. And now, this message, the truth of it, the thickness of it is getting into you, into your heart. So you can be changed and set apart. You can become one of Jesus' sheep. That's one of his own, one of the ones he cares for, one of the ones that is nourished by him and, and taken care of. And so how does it work? We'll get, we may get into that. But I want to tell you there's something called the knowledge of God. I'm speaking it to you now, but it comes different ways and it'll come into your life and it has the keys, it has the access, it has the help you need to get you up out of the traps that you were in. This is just one of the many, many, many traps humans have fallen into and can fall into. There's what, 200 billion traps, perhaps? You know, they affect all human beings. And the worst thing is, people are so messed up that they can't see them and then they, yet they keep happening to them but there's a light that has come and you're that it exposes the trap okay the bear trap because those traps hurt they really do they hurt all humans humans don't like them but they keep going back in but listen the bear trap's been opened up and released now so that you can see it and if you can see it, you can stay out of it because you know the pain it would really cause. And that came through Jesus because it's, it's, it's extremely harmful to you. It gets into your system. When you step into that trap, it encloses around you and it, the bear trap. And it also pollutes your entire system with pain and, you know, it's, it's disease, evil, you know, and it hurts you. Hurts the, your brain, your mind, your thinking, the family around you. So that's why the price was paid. The price was too high for you to pay or me to get ourselves free. And that's why psychology is not going to do it for you. That's why brain transplant is not going to do it for you or lobotomy or anything else that you can alter in the physical or mental realm. It will not fix your problem. <clears throat> because... It, the the root you it was too high of a price. It had to be paid. The only thing that could pay that price is innocent blood. Okay, because we're made of blood. Blood, our life, the life of this body, anyways, inside the blood. And so when Jesus bled his blood out on the cross, all of it. That was a price being paid to ransom and rescue. All of humanity, including you, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever background you're from, it does not matter. He goes into every culture, every nation, every background, and he 
is choosing and calling people for himself that he already paid for. He actually owns all the nations. This king is the king of kings, and he died as a servant, a slave. He went down and took the sin. I told you about that. And then what happened later? After he was totally gone, immersed in that slime, became that slime, that pit, that so sewage. Three days later, the glory of God raised him from the dead. God himself, the Father, went into hell where Jesus was, Hades, the place of the dead, and raised him, his boy, his son, from the dead. And when he did, he raised up another race of spirit beings called the new creation. Won't talk about that right now too much. Maybe we will. But that's you and me if we believe in Jesus. Now, if those of you out there who have not linked with Jesus before, it's time to do it now if you want this freedom and all freedom. Freedom from sin. You can't pay enough to deal with sins. The smallest one would dunk you down the down the toilet, down the uh, the sewage channels. But he paid already. That's the good news. Before you were born. So that now it's time for you to be set free completely and continually. And it starts with acknowledging him. What he's done. That he's alive. And then he comes and takes responsibility for your life. Not only forgives you, but he takes the ownership, the responsibility. And he uses the ability. He has the ability. He takes the ability to pull you out of what you've been in and been involved in onto like the other side of the street safely. He gets you out and cleanses you totally. And then he starts to clean up your thinking so that you don't go back in those traps. So this is the message for you. How I got free from porn starts and really ends with Jesus. He's a person. He rose from the dead. He's alive. He's everywhere. In this physical realm, oh, he's everywhere. He's spirit, and he's way higher than anything here. He could pick up Mount Everest with his little finger if he wants. But he loves you is what I'm getting at, and he died in your place and took all the sins so that you can be freed in every area. This is one of them. And what happened to me was I was addicted to porn, okay? I'm going to share this for everybody, not just those who don't know Jesus. I'm going to look at 1 Timothy 1.13. This was written by um, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, that's God's Spirit, spoke it to Paul to write, and he wrote it. This guy named Paul or Saul, he was an evil guy at first, and he found Jesus. And he said here, although I was formerly... A blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man. So what the, what he's saying is I was filthy is what he was saying. And he also used to persecute God's people because he was deceived. He said he acted ignorantly and he just attacked physically and put people in prison if they believed in Jesus. He beat them and even helped have them killed. Now, that's what he was to start but God had higher and better and bigger plans for him. And God saw him different. And so he was changed through Jesus. But here's what I want to share with you. I can say boldly, I was addicted to porn. 
I don't have shame when I say it. Why? The key word is was. When Paul said, I was these things, he's not focusing on those. He's not focusing on his past. He's not feeling bad about it. No. But he said, I was. What does that mean? It's good news. It means I am not those things. I was addicted to porn. That means I am not addicted to porn. So I could tell you right now, I'm free and I'm not addicted to pornography. But I was. And um, there's another verse. It's, it's in Romans 6.21. It says, what fruit or what benefit did you have then, meaning in the past, from the things in which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. So what he's saying is you are ashamed of those things now, those sins now. Those things, you, you, you're like, ooh, what would that, you know, be? but you at the time, you were not. You were involved in those. You were doing those. You were trying to get something out of those. But what benefit did you really get? You got a mouthful of gravel. That's called death. It goes into your spirit and it, it takes over your thinking and your body and it distorts, hurts you. And uh, so that if that's how you used to live, it's time for the change. And that's what happened to me. I was changed. I didn't change myself. I couldn't change myself. A higher form of power and authority and life came into my physical and mental life. And it started with that transplant new thing that happened in my spirit. The real you is spirit, but you've been cut off from God. And so when the life of the Christ comes into you because you, you, you call on him and you make him your Lord, you believe in him, you submit to him, that life overtakes your being and it's greater than your body or your mind. And you can operate in that zone, in that realm, and with that life 24-7. And you can do things you never even thought. You become the super being and you're a hero to others after that. And you're covered in the blood of Jesus given to you already. It was given to humanity. It's for all humans. If you, you know, so it's available to you. And when you accept it, it comes just like in the past, the blood of sacrifice animals. They covered sins for Israel and a lot of religions try to use it, but they didn't, you know, they don't quite get it right. But it, the real thing was the innocent blood of Jesus was needed, and it covers, and it doesn't just cover, it gets into and cleanses the sins out of all who receive it and embrace it. And then there's the Word of God. That's next. Very important. The Word, the unadulterated Word, meaning not compromised, not fake, not hypocritical, not coming from, you know, a lot of, you can find a lot of fake out there. Christian, that's fake. Okay, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about theological, just head knowledge. I'm talking about the life of God in the form of his word that comes into you as you drink, as you indulge, as you engage, as you receive what he is saying to you in the now, day by day by day. That word, those words come in and they cleanse also and they remove the stains of the falls and the problems that you had in the past. So that also is how I was freed from pornography. It was the person, it was what Jesus did for me on the cross and he himself alive that, set, that took my hand when I reached up and he pulled me up out of danger and he'll do it for you. And then secondly, it was separating myself out 
of a lifestyle of those things through his words, his teaching, not just in the Bible, but today alive, his words, just like I'm sharing with you now, some words, but they're his words. And they were coming in. They came in. I indulge. I drink. And they cleanse whoever receives them humbly. What's that mean? Humbly means they lay aside their old ways of thinking, hear his words, take on new ways of thinking. And we go up and up and up and up and up. That's how it works. That's the true knowledge I was talking about. The epigenosis. Epignosis. That knowledge that comes from God only. And it comes out of his mouth. Amazing. Amazing. And it, it really, it, it like pulls the plug through your spirit so that the sewage stuff drains out because it's his will for you to be clean. He wants it. Jesus died for it. He gives his word for it so that you can be clean and shining and enjoy business, whatever work you're involved in, you know, and have and just be like, I mean, have it together through his words. So the word is absolutely amazing. The words. Um, and that's what set me free. So I was addicted to porn. I told you that. Um, let's look at another verse. Uh, this is actually, uh, I didn't read it, but it says in the book of First Corinthians, it says, Somewhere or another you were led astray to mute idols. Pornography is, is simply idols. You know, it's, it's a trickery is what it really is. It's a trick created by people who are perverted themselves and they want your money and they want your attention. And behind them is the spiritual side of things. But it's a trick. A woman asked me, a woman of God actually asked me um, um, some time ago, not too long ago, a year or two ago. She said, when did you become free? <laughs> And I had to think about that. And my answer was, I was always free. Okay, that's from the time I linked up with Jesus. I was always free. But I didn't always know it. You see, Jesus said, the Son will set you free. And then he also said, the truth will set you free. The truth comes in as a, a light, a searchlight into your being, your inner being, your spirit. To basically find the treasures that are inside of you. And those include full freedom. It was already been given to you, actually, in Christ. And when you find it, you can then enjoy it. But it takes the truth. And so, you know, she later said, freedom is not something that you win in a war. Not really. It's your birthright. And that's true of the new creation, the born again. See, the born again nature is free from birth. The moment you're born again, you're free. But you may not know it. In which case, you have very little or to no opportunity to walk in it. But it is who you really are. So that's why the knowledge of God comes. So there is what's called the narrow path. Jesus talked about the narrow path. There's a narrow gate. He said, take those because few find them. And he said, the multitude of people go to destruction, but few find the way to life. The narrow path, the narrow gate. The narrow gate will get you in. 
That's Jesus calling him Lord. Now, that's something that you have to choose to do. I'm not, I can tell you to do it. I can suggest you do it. I did it. It's real. He's real. And he reveals himself to you and increasingly as well. Um, amazing. He's real. He's not a religion. He's not a temple. He's not somewhere you go. He is everywhere. You bow to him, your knees, and say, you are my Lord from this moment on. And when you do, his escape of porn, of any other thing, immediately embraces you, comes into your life. You're a different person from then on, from then on for eternity. And then you start dusting your shoes off, yourself off. You start changing, you know, because he'll give you a new way to think and to live. What I'm going to do for you right now in the next few minutes is roll away the stone. You see, three days after Jesus died, he rose from the dead. Now, he was in a tomb that had a huge stone there that they put in. These soldiers, a bunch of them, put in front of the tomb. And it was not really possible for just one or two people or whatever to roll that stone away. An angel did it. But listen to me. When he rose from the dead, he could walk straight through the wall. Through the, he could walk through the stone. Why does he need to roll it away? Why did it have to be rolled away? Because when it was rolled away, other people could know that he came out. Otherwise, they couldn't know it. So what I'm going to do now is I want you to know that he rose from the dead. He rose. But you got to know it. And how do you know it? The word and his miraculous touch. So I've brought you this far. I'm not going to leave you hanging. All right. Um, I would like to talk more about this freedom for porn. And I'm going to get into it big time. But for now, because many of you, many of you simply haven't believed in Jesus before. You need to see miracles that come into the physical realm. So stick around. Um, we'll get to that. But listen to me. Jesus, here's the deal. Jesus rose from the dead. When he rose, he rose you all with him. He rose you up with him. I mean, with power, with power based on what he did, who he is and what God did when he raised him from the dead. And he actually embraced, embraces you who've believed. And if you haven't believed yet, believe now. If, if you know, if this has made any sense to you, it's because God's communicating to you. You're hearing his voice. Believe. Because then you'll experience this, but he took you, your spirit, who you really are, with him when he went, was exalted. And he took you all the way up. And it was a blast of power that took you up there, never to come back down. So you are actually already exalted far above anything of the earth, any filth, any of the pollutants. The knowledge links you with the truth of it. When you get the truth, you know the truth, and it sets you free. It makes you free. It lets you enjoy the freedom that you've already got because he already gave it to you on the cross. You get it? So when he died, like I said, he was giving you the, the, the permission to have life and to get out of that. When he rose, you rose with him if you have submitted to him and believed in him and gone with him. And you get water baptized, too. That's the next step for those who believe. If you have believed and never been baptized, go get water baptized. Read the book of Romans chapter 6 first, first, first Peter chapter 3. Find out what it means. It means you go into, you're joining and identifying with them and what he went through, you go through. Okay? Now, for those who have been, here's what I'm sharing with you. The power is already there and you have already been raised up with him. And 
He is out and he's alive. And that means you're alive. And that means you can walk free from any sin. In fact, all sin you're already freed from. You're dead to it. You're alive to God. This is what the book of Romans says. Romans chapter 6. You died to sin. And you are made alive to God. In Christ Jesus. So what you do? You go into Christ Jesus. When you're in Christ Jesus. You've been born again. You're linked with him. All things together become new. Meaning the old, the past, even yesterday, even today. If you were in porn. Watched porn, made porn, anything like that is gone from you. And you got a new life, a new, yes, start, a new life that's of a higher quality and type. It's the Christ life. And now you're part of it and you're exalted because of it. You are free. If you've been born again, listen to me. You are free. Now you need to get a hold of it here, let's say here, in your heart and in your mind. So that you can walk and live it out the rest of your days. The deal with pornography is Jesus set us free through his death and resurrection. We need the truth of it. And we also need to understand the lifestyle of how to, how to stand by faith when the tempter shows up. I've learned all those things. I teach it now to you. Follow my example. You'll walk in full, joyful Powerful freedom is for you.